Are there any literature styles or authors that have influenced your writing so far? Well, I, I read pretty widely. Um, I, I've been a lifelong reader. I think most writers um, are lifelong readers. And even when I was a painter, I think you know that I was a, a pretty serious painter for about 10 or 15 years. But um, uh, even during that time, I, was, uh, I did a lot of um, reading. And I read, I should have known, in fact, um, that I was interested in writing because during that period, I read almost exclusively biographies of writers. I read biographies of Coleridge and Virginia Woolf and Auden and um, E.M. Forster and various other people. Um, and so I've, I've read really widely. And I think one, one thing that has been useful to me is that I, um, uh, I've learned to make up my own mind about, uh, about what I read. I didn't read a lot of stuff in the context of, say, modern literature or American literature or mm -hmm. experimental literature or anything. I just read um, um, pretty pretty broadly, particularly as a as a as a teenager and as a young man. And um, so, even though my book is is quite conventional, I do feel that I'm influenced by a lot of um, by a wide variety of styles. Mm -hmm. um, I would say the big discovery of the last uh, 10 years for me was Whitman, mm -hmm. um, I, our great American poet, um, who was someone that I found threatening for a long time when I was a child. I was, we, we were told to read Whitman, and it seemed too unstructured and maybe too emotional for me. Um, but in the last 10 years, I've begun reading a lot of Whitman. And I, I think Whitman. Um, has a particular influence on this book, on Homecoming. And um, the, other, the other writer who influenced the book is, is absolutely E.M. Forster. And this is something that a lot of readers have, um, have, have picked up on. Hmm. In particular, you know, E.M. E. Forster is, is known especially for uh, his directive, Only Connect. In mm -hmm. other words, the most important thing in life is the human connection. Mm -hmm. And this is what the main character, Howard Kapustash, um, discovers over the course of my novel. And I think that moral imperative of having, um, of having a connection with your fellow human, your, with your fellow man, mm -hmm. is, um, is essential to this book. Mm -hmm. okay. Have you read Michael Cunningham's book, Specimen Days? I love it. I he, think it's he wonderful. He had Walt Whitman. He says Walt Whitman inspired him or had, he has some connection to Walt Whitman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whitman runs through that book. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, the f first of all, I should say um, I like Michael very much. He was my teacher in graduate school and uh, was really, really helpful mm -hmm. in when I was learning to write and shaping my own um, sense of who I wanted to be. And I was enormously excited about mm -hmm. Specimen Days. Mm -hmm. And I think it's... Um, Particularly, the first part is just mm -hmm. wonderfully beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I was very, very moved by it, and I, I think there's a there's a point um, about halfway through the first section where the young hero is walking along at night and he mm -hmm. encounters Walt Whitman, and mm -hmm. it's a very, very beautiful exchange. Mm -hmm. And um, um, it, the 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 novel takes place in a um, uh, late 19th century, and there's a particular uh, event, which is the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire, uh, tri Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire, which concludes this section. Um, and there's this wonderful um, 
combination of you know the emotional and the ecstatic and the rational, which I think Michael takes from Whitman and brings into his into his narrative. It was a great deal of fun owning my own business, and I learned that I was a good businessman. And um, I actually liked the decor world. Um, it was um, it was a surprise. I think people imagine that it's you know kind of catty and a difficult world, but I was very happy there. However, um, uh, about ten years into it, I realized that I missed being creative. That I had set out as a young person to lead a, a creative life, and um, that I had become more of a craftsman. And so I began thinking about what I could do, and I started writing. I took a couple of night classes um, with some well-known writers who were very, very supportive. Um, Amy Hempel is one of them. Um, Melvin Jules Bouquette is another one. And at one point, um, Melvin pulled me aside and he said, you know, you're working, um, you're working 40 hours a week and writing at night on the weekends, and you probably think that's pretty heroic to do both. But I think that you haven't made a commitment. And if you're serious about writing, you should make a choice. And so I thought about that, and I devoted the next year to um, uh, leaving my business and um, applying to graduate school. And I ended up going to Columbia and becoming a writer. And so I've been um, writing and um, writing fiction and poetry ever since then. So you're uh, teaching young students as well, right? I teach English at Baruch mm -hmm. College. Um, what advice do you give to them when, when, you, when they tell you that they want to be a writer? Or is there any advice you give them on the way from what your experiences have been? My advice, I think, to all young writers is, um, uh, and this is advice actually that I learned from Michael Cunningham, which is it's almost the same advice that he gives, which is um, look for the thing that seems implausible or risky or frightening and do that. Um, I think the problem with a lot, of, uh, a, a lot of writing today, but also a lot of writing being done by new writers, is um, that it's very safe. And, um, and I do think that the, the best solution to that is to take chances, to be, um, to be daring and bold, and, um, and, and not play it safe. So that's, that's my advice to them. And sometimes the students catch it. You know, I have to say, um, for a lot of developing artists, it takes a long time to learn that lesson. Um, and most of us are still learning it. But that is, that is what, I, what I usually say to the kids. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sure. <laughs>